Though technically feasible, pinpointing a specific piece of malware buried in millions of lines of software code is a very slow and arduous process, making it costly and impractical for enterprises to implement. To overcome those limitations, the U.S. Defense Department has awarded $4.2 million to the Georgia Institute of Technology's College of Computing to develop ways to quickly identify those vulnerabilities. Wen Ki Lee is a Georgia Tech computing science professor and the project's primary investigator, and he explains what his research team will be doing. What we're trying to develop is the ability to look into every single activity on a, on a computer by including all the applications and the operating systems, how they process user data, how they generate requests to the network, how they process requests from the network. Lee explains that today's state-of-the-art information flow tracking typically applies only to a single layer, usually at the program level. But the process Georgia Tech hopes to develop will track and record information at three layers, user interaction with the program, as well as program processing of data input and program and network interaction with an operating system. Monitoring secure data flow from user to program, from program to file system storage, and storage to network output and back again is critical to detect advanced persistent threats hiding in IT systems. You can do this, but the overhead will be like 100 times slower. So we accept that, right? So you, most users say no. I think the state-of-the-art technology that does this kind of tracking anywhere from 5 to 10 times slower, meaning that you can, let's say you can track your browser, make sure that every instruction is behaving correctly, but that's going to be 10 times slower. That's kind of uh, overhead that most users would not tolerate. So meaning that you can have a solution technically kind of works, but nobody going to deploy it. So like, like in your words, it is not practical. So really the challenge for this buffer program is that how do you achieve what we call it both transparency or completeness in terms of covering all the activities, but also make it efficient enough. To put this challenge in perspective, Lee analogizes millions upon millions of lines of code in a program with the 100 billion neurons found in the human brain. If you think about it, right, it, this is very challenging. Think about, let's say, browser, I said, the browser has 150 million lines of code. And you say, if I know exactly how each, you know, each uh, instruction is operating, the analogy would be that the doctor has to track all the neurons in your brain and see how it works and make sure that there's no virus messing up with the, new, with the neuron. You can do that, except it's going to be very slow. Right? You basically have to, like, every instruction, you take a look and say, hey, is this the right instruction to be executing? Should this instruction be allowed to touch this data? My point is that we can do that, but the challenge is that it's going to slow things down tremendously. To identify, say, a virus in 150 million lines of code, the Georgia Tech team is developing a record and replay process in which every action taken is recorded and then is played back at a speed two times slower than the original process. That, Lee says, is still five times faster than current state-of-the-art technology. So the trick here is that, you know, we record enough information so that we can support 100% fidelity in terms of replaying uh, the actual execution. So the replaying can be slow, but recording actually pretty fast because we record, you know, at a coarse grain, but then we capture enough in information that would support very fine-grained replay and analysis. Lee furnishes an example in which he envisions an army general directing the movement of troops sending an email with specific coordinates, but the malware hidden deep in the system changes those coordinates in the message. Lee says the recording process his team is developing would catch those changes in the message. 
we actually also track the actual user keyboard input. So we would know exactly what, the, let's say, the exact value that general had typed in. And we would link that user input data from the keyboard and mouse to the actual data that passed into the browser. And if we see there's a discrepancy, we can immediately trigger some alert. Or if there's a malware on your machine, to basically send out a fake URL request to a website without the user clicking on a, on a link. For example, the user may be clicking on the left corner of the web page, but then somehow the malware triggers a quote-unquote click on the right corner and send that URL out. Right now, if you think on network ideas, you have no idea. You just see a request coming out from, from the browser, but you don't know whether the user click versus the malware clicks. We were able to detect all of that. Once we detect this obvious violation, we can trigger some analysis. Lee says it's too early to know how the technologies and processes Georgia Tech researchers are developing over the next four years will manifest itself in products and services those charged with securing enterprise IT can acquire. But he says it'll be something they'll want and need. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Eric Chabro.